The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor. The doctor is in the house. The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to one. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call in to the show today and talk with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum. Welcome to the Functional Health Forum on K-Praise, K-P-R-Z. My name is Rick Hill, and I'll be your host for the next 60 minutes, filling in for Dr. Jurgen Winkler. So you can have the good guy next week when he gets back. We're going to be talking about all things relating to improving health naturally, organically, using the best of science and nutrition. Our show today is sponsored by the Quantum Functional Medicine Clinic in Carlsbad, California. They don't get you sick to get you well. And by the Life Credit Company, turning your life insurance into cash for treatment. You can find Dr. Winkler on the web at qfmed.com. For more information or to view his videos, you can even listen to previous shows Or you can send us an email and contact us on that page. Also check us out at QF Med in the social media of Facebook, Twitter, Yelp, and LinkedIn. Well, our very special guest today is part of that health movement, part of that health lifestyle. Uh, I think you all remember my story. It was 42 years ago that I went to... Uh, the Oasis of Hope Hospital in Tijuana, Mexico, for stage three, probably four by the time I got there, uh, cancer of the lymphatic system. I'd been at the Mayo Clinic, the one that was in Rochester, Minnesota. I guess it still is, but they have other ones, Phoenix and different places. And, uh, you know, 10 and a half hours of surgery. They told me my time was running out, you know, all those little intimate meetings where you think, okay, if I was, if I wasn't in here, I'd punch this guy in the face saying it like that. Uh, But I went through that. And uh, then when they told me straight up that they had a chemotherapy for me, but didn't really work too well for this particular kind of cancer. uh, I just figured that was my time. Everybody gets an allotted period of time and, and mine was up. And that night, I got a letter in the mail telling me about the Oasis of Hope. And this isn't about me today, so I'll end it right here. But I'm talking to you. (laughs) I'm alive. I'm well 42 years later. So this is exciting to have people uh, involved in the movement because collectively, we make a huge difference. Collectively, we save lives. Uh, my guest today is Lisa Callison-Toda. 
She is the certified clinical thermographer and founder of Discovery Screening. My guess is our listeners probably don't know what thermography is. They're used to CT scans. They're used to PET scans. They're used to mammograms, etc. But your field, Lisa, is something different. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Rick. <clears throat> it's great to be here. And I love hearing stories like yours. And I, I celebrate the fact that I'm sitting across from you right now. So yeah. well, thanks thank for you. sticking around on the planet because we need folks like you. Thank you. Yes, um, appreciate it. So define thermography. <laughs> I mean, everyone's going to know it's got something to do with heat. <laughs> well, in most cases, and a lot of folks in the natural health and healing world know that most disease starts with inflammation. That's usually the first thing that they see. And what thermography actually is, uh, is a technology that uses an infrared detector. And what I mean by that is it detects the thermal emissions that are coming off the surface of the skin from beneath the surface. It was actually developed by the military in the early 1950s. It was actually top secret. It was classified information. And it was their first night vision. So it was released to the public for you know, other uses. The construction industry picked it up pretty quick, and um, they can see ventilation leaks, hot or cold. Mm-hmm. They can see electrical wires that are cracked and prevent electrical fires and things of that nature. And then the medical field picked it up somewhere around 1957, so it's been around for 58 years. And as they've started experimenting with it right away. So it's been around a long time. Um, it's gained popularity in a few occasions, um, and uh, it's really um, gaining a lot of popularity today because uh, there are several other screening tools that have been failing us and are not detecting the cancers early enough. And so what thermography does is it sees the metabolic activity that no other device can see because it's seeing the signature, heat or cold signatures, cold, cold signatures can be as important as hot. And what I mean by that is if we see something cooler than it should be, an area cooler than it should be, it could be um, the immune system's warning system that something's dysfunctional or less circulation is in that area. It's just not functioning properly. So there's a lack of function. We've saved people from heart attacks by seeing the whole left side of the chest being colder than it should be because the heart's supposed to be pumping blood and the chest should be nice and toasty. And uh, one patient in particular, he had about a 95% blockage in one of his arteries and was wondering why he was so fatigued. And so when he came to do the thermography he was very grateful because we were able to say, you better go check out your heart because <laughs> this is not looking really good. Uh, we see uh, things that are hotter than they should be or colder than they should be. And, of course, there are um, gauges for that and what they've been seeing over these last 58 years that have been good guides for um, determining whether something is up in a, in, a, in a particular area that we should be concerned about, which would signify that we need to do further investigation. So uh, what are, um, for example, if I were trying to find survivors from an earthquake, well, couldn't I find those people because of their heat signature? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
With, yes. Do you mm-hmm. do do is your equipment used that way? No. Well, that's a variation uh, that is used primarily by emergency medical teams and firefighters to to find folks within rubble. Um, yeah, and okay. that's that's somewhat the same use that um, police use it for, and the military. Again, it's that um, night vision or seeing just that heat signature, whether it's day or night. But okay. for our purposes, it's. Primarily, the technology has been modified specifically for medical purposes. And the camera that I use is the most sensitive camera in the industry. And we see the uh, heat signature of of a blood supply that shouldn't be there. So that blood supply could be supplying blood to a tumor. Uh, We'll see, let's say, too much inflammation in the carotid artery, which is the main artery that goes from the heart to the brain and where uh, is when that artery is is um, blocked or plaqued, that's uh, primarily responsible for a lot of strokes. So we can actually give someone that kind of a warning system. We see inflammation in the area of the thyroid, um, in uh, the in the lymphatic system. We can tell them that something's uh, definitely of concern in the lymphatic system. Even under the jawline, we'll see inflammation in the in the dental lymphatics, mm-hmm. and can tell someone they have a. T- uh, a, a uh, tooth infection years before they'll ever feel that tooth infection if they ever feel it um, or uh, see an abscess or anything of that nature a lot of people can't feel their infections for 5 10 15 years into the development of this infection and especially if it's a failed root canal which we're finding that over 95 to 90, 95 to 99% of root canals all fail that you don't get all the infection and these are the infections that can wreak havoc on your immune system and actually cause cancer. There's actually a direct connection of, uh, from your dental health to cancer. Uh, 95 to 98% of women diagnosed with breast cancer had some kind of dental infection they didn't know they had or were neglecting. Uh, my husband had a, a tooth infection on, on one side that uh, he cracked a crown, didn't feel it. He thought he had time. And... Um, it not only infected that tooth, but it infected the tooth next to it, and he wound up with skin cancer on his right arm on the same side. Um, so these are really important life-saving indicators um, that can uh, prompt a patient to take care of their dental health and sometimes in, in time to salvage a tooth you right. know, or their lives. So do you work in conjunction with dentists then? Like you go to their office and say, I am a thermographer. If you have patients that you would like us to scan, we can do that. Is that- they, usually, they usually refer their patients to me. And uh, I, I set up in different clinics uh, throughout San Diego, uh, Vista, Encinitas, um, Escondido. And I rotate from clinic to clinic. So I'm a mobile service. And then, the, and I'm in a clinic, clinical setting, so the patients can come to me. But the dentist refers the patient to me. They're usually their rooms are full of all kinds of dental equipment, so I wouldn't be able to set up in in most of their rooms. But they do refer their patients, especially if they want to get early detection and see if there's an issue that uh, is not seen very easily on a two dimensional X ray, dental X ray. So, do you do thermography on pets, animals? <laughs> That can be done, but that's uh, rare uh, that you'll find a thermographer that specializes in that because we do need a veterinarian who is well-versed in uh, um, interpreting thermal images for animals. Uh, well, when we, when we come back from our break, what we're going to do is ask uh, Lisa to talk about what's a typical 
visit like? <laughs> uh, walk me through it as as the patient arrives. And uh, so uh, we are going to be taking a short break, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. Welcome back to the Quantum Health Forum. My name is Rick Hill and I'm sitting in for Dr. Jurgen Winkler, who uh, will be back next week. By the way, to call Dr. Winkler's office, dial 760-585-4616. That's 760-585-4616. And find him on the web at uh, www.qfmed.com. Our guest today is Lisa Callison-Toda, and she is a, a certified clinical thermographer. And in our last segment, we were talking about what that is. And I'm curious. I know when I was in grade school, the teacher never said, hey, Rick, I think you should be a thermographer. That, that's <laughs> right. Hope you do your lessons so you can be a good one. No one knew about it back then. And I can't say that a lot of people know about it now. And I don't know if that's because it hasn't caught on or what. Well, let me find out how you got into this, and you'll probably answer that question answering the other question. Okay. Well, um, I was born at a very young age. I think we all were. <laughs> in Chicago. And uh, I grew up on the typical uh, hot dogs, hamburgers, pizza, you know, soda pop, and, you know, all the uh, all the pastries, favorite pastries in the pastry aisle, and our pantry looked like the pastry aisle and the cookie aisle. Um, we were basically sugarholics and never gave a thought to whether or not what we were eating was healthy. It just, the thought never even occurred to us. The question never occurred to us. And you grew up where? Where is In it? In Chicago. Chicago. Okay. The, the big city, the Midwestern, you know, capital, if you will. And uh, well, that was why you said soda pop. We, we called it pop. Right. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. So when I moved to California when I was 20, I got introduced or started hearing the word health um, a lot more than I ever had. Just a lot more health consciousness, if you will, in in California. 
And I was introduced very early on to therm- uh, to um, intestinal detoxing as uh, a form of preventive care and, um, you know, cleaning up the, the gut, as, as a lot of people refer to it, making sure that there isn't any placking, um, old food that's um, kind of gathering up in there and causing toxic overload to the uh, immune system. 80% of our immune system resides in the intestines. And we absorb 80% of our water through our intestinal wall. So you could drink a gallon of water a day and still be dehydrated if your intestines are placked with a lot of, um, you know, uh, animal uh, um, product and um, cooked food and a lot of uh, dairy and and, uh, flour, white flour kind of things. Very sticky and can really do a lot of placking in the intestines. A lot of people hear of placking in the arteries, but don't hear about much of that to do with the intestines. So the, this is a very important element of... So what would... Let me of, interrupt here a second. What would cause placking in the intestine? Well, the, the, just um, food that's undigested and um, not well digested by our, our digestive system because it's so highly processed uh, or so um, cooked, overcooked. Um, it's just really hard for our intestinal digestive system to break it down. And where most disease starts is in the in that... Yeah, it starts with the mouth, which I was already talked about dental health, and and the gut. So most uh, disease starts in the mouth or the gut, and they're certainly connected. Uh, so what got me to thermography? Well, being on that path, when I did my first intestinal detox, I was blown away. You know, I, I lost nine pounds in the first week of intestinal plaque. Now, are you talking and about here, colonics? Here, no, no, no. This is ingesting uh, things that are, actually have a capacity to expand in the intestines to the circumference of the intestines and, and pull out that plaque. Like bentonite? Or? Bentonite clay, activated willow charcoal, psyllium husk, which is the husk of the wheat, expands in your intestines just like it does in water when you make pasta. So I got fascinated by this because um, I discovered my immune system and um, that it was pretty well overburdened after only being on the planet for two decades. So I, when I had that experience, and I, and I have to tell you, I had a lot of energy before I did this. I, I was a bounce-off-the-wall kind of um, high-energy person, and, uh, and I, I came to discover that it was really more adrenal energy and youthful energy, but I wasn't really getting energy from my food until after I did this intestinal detox. And it's so it just excited me and fascinated me, and I thought, okay— if someone could do this much damage in the first 20 years of their life, I better stop now because I probably was heading for adult onset everything, diabetes and, and whatever, you name it. Um, and so I embarked on a, a new fascination um, and a new trajectory, if you will, of studying the human immune system and what causes disease and what actually heals disease. And uh, I have been on that path um, as a natural health um, and healing uh, uh, researcher and educator, and I'm a, uh, also a certified health consultant, professional health consultant. And I love um, having doctors like Dr. Winkler that I can refer my patients to um, who can follow up with the things that I, you know, what I do is provide guidance based on their thermography results uh, that tells them what they need to act on and who are the best uh, providers of that service. So that's how I came to um, learn about Dr. Winkler and, um, and of course, got uh, invited by him to be on the, on the program. Uh, and so we were cut from the same cloth, let's, let's say. 
And this has been my passion for many, many years. When I turned 35, my gynecologist thought he was doing me a favor by starting me early on my mammogram schedule. Usually they start us at 40. And I, you know, I thought, yeah, it's probably going to be uncomfortable. Well, I wasn't quite as prepared as I thought I was. And it was excruciatingly painful. And I, something just, just cracked in me. And I, I, I just said, you know, this, this, it, it, the human breast tissue was never meant to be subjected to 50 pounds of pressure in, in somewhat of a vice, if you will. Uh, and, uh, subjected to the um, the massive amount of radiation that is put out by mammograms, and it is equal to 1,000 chest X-rays, and it, that just did not make sense to me. And I thought that just seemed like the worst thing you could do to the human breast tissue. Certainly not in the interest of screening it to prevent cancer. Uh, so I swore I'd never do that again. And when I turned 40, and my new gynecologist started bugging me to get on my mammogram schedule for doing it every year from age 40. I said, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that just, uh, my common sense and everything that I've been studying about natural health and healing just does not support doing that to my breasts. And I know there's another way. And I just started asking all the natural health and uh, healing practitioners that I had uh, affiliated with and, and met um, through my um, fascination and um, you know, holistic dentists and chiropractors and acupuncturists and naturopathic doctors and alternative doctors like Dr. Winkler, and they all pointed to thermography. So I went and uh, did my thermogram, and what's interesting is, you know, I, I went to do it for the breast because I would do anything but a mammogram for my breast, and when I found out all the things that thermography could see, I, I wanted a full body because I, I wanted that as my comparative baseline study. I wanted to capture everything. So if anything, I ever had a symptom or an injury of any kind, I would have my youngest, healthiest body captured. So you were about 35 years old? I was 40, 40 when I started okay. using thermography. And one of the things that I learned, Rick, that was really fascinating in my studies and in relationship to thermography is that 90% of the human nervous system is functional, not sensory. 90%. So that means we can't feel 90% of what's going on inside of us. We can only feel about 10%. That, the problem with that is only 10% of the time then is pain your first indicator. 90% of the time it's your last. You don't want to wait until you can feel something if that's the case because we don't feel cancer a cancer cell, a, a normal cell becoming a cancer cell. We can't feel those cells duplicating, replicating, and, and gathering muster and, mm-hmm. and, and, and um, uh, momentum. We can't feel most degenerative diseases until they have gotten to an advanced state. Cancer is choking off an organ or rotting an organ. We've got uh, MS and we're feeling you know, the neuropathy and, or diabetes and now we're like passing out or getting dizzy, lightheaded, having headaches. Uh, so you don't want to wait until you can feel something. But when are we knocking on the doctor's door? when we can feel something. So 90% of the time, they're going to have something to work on. Um, I'd rather have it be 90 to 100% of the time I'm staying healthy. Now, I can tell you that I've been doing intestinal detoxing every year. I've been using it since, since I was 21, mind you. And I have never been in the hospital. I've never had a broken bone. I've never gotten sick. I can be around people with strep throat and pneumonia and not get as much as a sniffle. There is something to be said for preventing being being of that mindset and keeping your system clean and clear of toxins as much as you possibly can so that you can live a happy life, healthy life. 
The, the challenge that I discovered as well in studying thermography then, and I was using it for 10 years, by the way, uh, before I decided um, or was inspired, I should say, to get into it as a practice and as a service. And that is, I discovered with mammograms that by time a mammogram can see any kind of a, a challenge, a cancer especially, is 8 to 10 years into its growth. 8 to 10 years. That is. That's not early detection. That's late discovery at best. We're listening to the Quantum Health Forum. My name is Rick Hill, and I'm sitting in for Dr. Jurgen Winkler. To call Dr. Winkler's office and make an appointment, you dial 760-585-4616 or find him on the web at qfmed.com. And when we come back from our break, We will get around, I think, to telling you what it's like to visit. And then, of course, we want to find out how to get a hold of Lisa and get yourself scheduled in. We'll be right back. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized, using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. You're listening to the Quantum Health Forum. Welcome back. My name is Rick Hill, and this is Dr. Winkler's show, and he is not available today, actually uh, attending, speaking at a conference. To call his office, you dial 760-585-4616. And our guest today uh, is Lisa Callison-Tota. She is a certified clinical thermographer and founder of Discovery Screening. And by the way, how do our listeners get a hold of you? Our, uh, so give us a web address and also the phone number. Sure. It's www.discoveryscreening.com. Uh, Discoveryscreening.com. And our phone number is 760-436-8811. 760-436-8811. So I heard you on the radio. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And I think, golly, you know, do I want to wait 10 years if I've got something wrong with me before I start feeling pain and I feel like I need to, you know, find out on this. So I want to go to Lisa. So the first thing I do is I call that number, 760-436-8811. 
and <laughs> you uh, do I have to answer? Do I have to give you blood tests? Do I have to make an appointment and mm-hmm. walk me through it because I've 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 never been to see you. Of course. Well, well. First of all, first of all, we want to find the location that's closest to you and when I'm going to be there. Uh, so, of course, they, yes, it's best that they call us to set up an appointment, and we would um, schedule that appointment wherever again is convenient for them. And then when they come in, uh, there's a bit of an orientation where we explain some of the things we've already covered here uh, and how thermography works and how important it is to do comparative studies. Um, every, uh, every blood test that you do, urine test, stool, you know, um, uh, saliva, if something's up or you want to get a baseline, getting a comparative study is really, really critical because that tells us if anything's changing or if everything's staying the same. So that's really important. The next thing we do is take you into the room and explain some of the things about the the environment and the fact that we need to have um, a cool skin surface. Um, so the room is just cool. It's not cold. Um, and we also explain that the patient is not going to be seen or touched disrobed. And this is the um, this is one of the things that is you that's unique to how I provide the service. And that goes back to something unique about my background, and that is that I used to be a grief recovery counselor. When people think of grief, they think of death, and death is is one of uh, uh, 43 different kinds of losses we can experience as human beings. And um, as a grief recovery counselor, I actually specialized in working with women who had been severely traumatized in their childhood. Most of our losses... Most of our losses experience, um, happen when we're children, and we don't have a whole lot of choices to what's happening to us and a lot of the losses that we experience. And uh, so, again, I, I became very um, uh, specialized in working with, with women and, and, and men who, who had these issues in uh, really making peace with and, and um, coming to terms with so they could uh, live the rest of their lives without being limited by these traumas. And, but if you can imagine, it uh, made me hypersensitive, if you will, to, to people's comfort and especially their discomfort. And in our training, uh, we're trained to face the patient. And uh, there's no thought given to privacy or modesty because we're using nude models. Uh, but when the general public started coming in, I noticed some women coming in somewhat guarded. Uh, one woman said, what do you mean I have to disrobe for this? And it's just like with a mammogram and a lot of tests, you, you have to be disrobed. Uh, with thermography, we're not sending a signal through the skin. Uh, we are, the, the camera needs to see the thermal emissions that are coming off the surface of the skin, and the skin needs to be somewhat cool. So we create an environment where the patient has, uh, is, gets a great deal of respect uh, and um, an honoring of their privacy and modesty. So no one sees them or touches them disrobed. And then it's really almost like sitting for a photography session because there's nothing that's, uh, no equipment that's going to touch you. And you stand for the lower part of the body and you just turn around as we need the different uh, angles and, and profiles. And you sit as we do the upper body. And it's very comfortable. It goes very fairly quickly. And again, it's a very safe and respectful environment that we create uh, because of my sensitivity, as, again, as a grief recovery counselor. Um, 
uh, that's how that came about. Interestingly enough, just to to come back to my own story, because uh, I because my path led me to thermography by using it myself for ten years. I was sharing it with a lot of folks all that time and had heard a lot of stories of women that had negative experiences um, with uh, other screening devices and especially mammograms. You know, it's it's a well-known fact that a lot of women um, get um, bruised and um, have a lot of pain afterwards for, for days, weeks, sometimes months. And so this is why uh, I give so much thought to the environment and creating a service that is highly um, respectful and comfortable and safe. And I put a lot of thought into the due diligence of uh, creating this particular service. Um, when I came to it as a patient, um, I was I had literally... Um, you, like I said, used it for 10 years as a patient for a uh, preventive tool for myself. In that 10th year, I discovered a, t- uh, a, a lump in one of my breasts. And it was, a, it was an interesting scare for me because here I'm someone who's doing intestinal detoxing every year and twice a year I'll do uh, a liver detox and a kidney detox and uh, and I'm you know, carrying healthy food around, mostly raw and vegan, uh, in coolers everywhere I go. So I'm, here I'm a healthy person and I get a lump in my breast. This is kind of weird. Well, I was perimenopausal. I was 49, almost 50. And I went to my gynecologist and she had the look of terror on her face. And she said, well, I have to refer you to a breast surgeon. I said, a breast surgeon? Are you kidding? You think it might be that serious? She says, well... You know, whenever there is something, you know, palpable, detectable, um, I have to refer. So I said, nah, you know, I, I, I don't feel good about this. I really think I need to see what my thermography has to say. So I went and had a thermography done, and there was absolutely no indication that there was trouble in the area. So that was a bit of a relief. But I wanted to verify, so I went to a breast health specialist who was not only a thermographer, but also a an ultrasound technician. And she... Um, verified that it was a benign fluid cyst and that lots of women get them all throughout their lives, especially when they have hormonal changes, when they have high stress, uh, which also can change your hormones and throw them out of whack, but especially when you're perimenopausal. And so she explained, and I had several, I had several in the other breasts, not just the one that it was detected in. And she taught me some things about uh, breast health and that um, it can be the worst thing to aspirate a cyst, which means to drain it, because that cyst is white blood cells, and those are the most valuable resources from our immune system going to the area to try and help heal it or balance it or uh, fend off uh, some bad guys. Could it be uh, chemical toxicity or uh, toxins that are trapped in the lymph glands or the milk ducts? Um, It could be heavy metals. So... She said, don't worry about it. You're just fine. And, you know, do whatever you do that uh, would help to clean up um, and support your immune system. So I did my series of detoxes, and within three months, all the, the, the cysts were gone. So that made me really fall in love with thermography because I called the breast surgeon's office, and I said, you know, I have a, a lump. What's, what can I expect if I come in to see you? And they said, well, first we need your most recent mammogram results. I'm thinking to myself, well, that's not going to happen. Okay, and after that, what's next? They said, well, because there's something there palpable, 
we probably need to test it. We probably need to um, pull the, you know, do a biopsy of the tissue. And if it's fluid, we'll aspirate the cyst. Well, I've already been told that that's not the best thing to do. And so there was pain involved in this? No, it was just a little lump. And, but from what I learned from the, the uh, breast surgeon's office was that there were going to be mo- likely to be an invasive, some invasive procedures that I had learned were not, were not necessary. 80% of biopsies are benign. And, um, and there is a, a tremendous amount of overdiagnosis with most of the screening tools for the breast, especially mammograms. Uh, because if anything shows up on that, it may not even be an issue or a problem. It could be a lesion, it could be scar tissue, it could be um, fibroadenoma, which is like a fatty or a solid uh, cyst that's not even a, a threat. Um, so um, mammograms can only see solid structure or mass. They cannot see uh, metabolic activity or blood flow, uh, again, until it's 8 to 10 years into its growth. If a woman has any density, and 40 to 60% of women in our society have dense breasts, uh, the density is going to show up the same color, white, as, as a, a solid mass that could be cancer. And if that cancer is within the area of density, it could be missed 75% of the time. So that brings the efficacy of mammograms lower and lower when you factor all that in. Because, you know, cancer cells are microscopic, you know, until they're not. And that's 4 billion cells into their growth is where the eight to 10 year mark falls. And that's about the size of a half a P to a P. We are talking with Lisa Callison Toda, and she is a certified clinical thermographer. And I'm sure that our listeners are going, holy cow, I, I think I better be doing something to, uh, you know, head off the problems that people find out it's, you know, too late. They just, Flat found out things too late. This is a Quantum Health Forum. Uh, my name is Rick Hill. I'm sitting in for Dr. Jurgen Winkler. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. Welcome back. My name is Rick Hill and this is the Quantum Health Forum. Sitting in for Dr. Jurgen Winkler this week and my guest is Lisa Callison Tota. 
who's a certified clinical thermographer. Now, if you don't know what that is, you can either re-listen to the show because it is posted on KPRZ's website, as well as Dr. Winkler's website, which is uh, qfmed.com. But uh, the, the good news about thermography is that it certainly is less money, am I correct in mm-hmm. that, than would be a CAT scan or a PET scan or even uh, you know some other heat sort of um, x-rays. So relatively, it is much less, yes? Well, and that's the beauty of a preventive tool is uh, prevention is uh, a lot less expensive than disease. Disease is very expensive. Not only does it can it cost you a lot of money, but it could cost you body parts. You know, so uh, it is the most affordable imaging available and the most preventive because we're seeing the what we what I lovingly call the silent language of the immune system, and that's the thermal emissions or lack of where there should be. Um, and so it's um, it's you know breast screening could be anywhere from two fifty to three hundred. Um, whereas a mammogram could be 450 to 650 out of pocket, uh, breast MRI could be as much as 2,800, um, CT scans and, and full body scans, especially are in the multiple thousands, whereas, uh, a full body scan is, is only around 750 to a thousand. So, and we take payments. So we do everything we can to make it as affordable and as accessible as possible. Uh, better to get the information sooner than later. And um, more information is always better than less. One of the things that I found is that the breasts are kind of like the canaries in the coal mine. If there's something going on in the breast, there's always something going on somewhere else. The breasts are at the affect of the body. They're part of the system, and especially the endocrine system, the hormonal system, which is uh, very easily affected and influenced by any imbalance in the body, and especially any um, issues to do with the immune system and... and um, toxicities, imbalances, deficiencies, uh, food issues, so many things can upset the the balance, the delicate balance of the immune system and the hormonal system. Uh, so yeah, it's actually the most affordable of, of any of the um, the screenings and, and especially the most preventive. So um, what, what are the, char- in other words, let's say that I heard you on the radio <laughs> and uh, yet I wanted to find out if you were the right one to go to. (laughs) So I looked online and found out there were other practitioners within these United States. (laughs) Um, Compare yourself with what, in other words, because I don't know much about it, I think how varied could a picture be? (laughs) Right. You know, it isn't like, you know, um, I know there are good pictures and bad pictures. I imagine in your industry, a bad picture means they don't get the information they need. Yeah, and there are there are cameras out there that are still um, uh, older technology um, that are still going to give a, a a decent reading in terms of uh, whether there's heat where there shouldn't be or cold where there shouldn't be. Um, one of the things that I did because I came to this as a patient, I came with a very different perspective. Instead of someone who was applying for a job or already working in a clinic and they said, hey, we're going to get a thermal imaging camera. How would you like to be our technician? Right. Uh, I, I came to it as a um, uh, someone who had had my own services before, especially as a grief recovery counselor and, and been in service-related um, businesses. I did a tremendous amount of due diligence. I called every thermographer in the United States that I could find who had any tenure uh, in their business and, um, you know, and success. 
And I asked them very important questions like, if you could do things differently, what camera would you have? What reading service and, and lead f- reading physician would you have? Uh, where, who would you get your training from? And where would you, uh, uh, what professional association would you affiliate with? And I chose the best uh, that everyone had to offer. And it pointed to the, the people that I'm using today. Um, my camera is the most advanced camera that I have found in the industry. It is the most sensitive. It's the highest definition. Uh, we, it's actually the closest that thermography has ever come to a real photograph because we're actually imaging the energy that's coming off the surface of your skin in the form of temperature. So this camera can actually tell the temperature differential between hairs. I can actually focus on someone's eyelashes and eyebrows and the fine hairs on the under their chinny-chin-chin. And it's just amazing when I see that. Um, it's, it's the first time thermal imaging has ever been able to do that. And that means that they're going to see changes, very fine, minute changes sooner than later in their comparative studies, especially. And the sensitivity in the, uh, in the temperature as well. And the thermographer, thermologist that I have, and a thermologist is the equivalent to a radiologist, but they specialize in reading thermal images. And the uh, doctor that uh, is my lead physician is, is renowned and he is brilliant. He owns a saliva testing lab, has studied with the best and is a board certified pathologist. He's an MD, uh, was uh, trained as a flight surgeon. And uh, he's written a book on um, hormone replacement therapy, and he's the vice president of our professional association. So he's a brilliant man, uh, the best reporting I've ever seen. And that's one of the most important elements of thermography is the reporting has to be uh, incredibly accurate and, and very high integrity okay, in me, guiding a patient. Give me an idea of a report, mm-hmm. because yes. are you giving them the pictures? Mm-hmm. They're getting a full set of the images. But how do they know how to interpret it? They don't interpret the images. A thermologist does. And just Is like a you? radiologist, I'm not a thermologist, I'm a thermographer. So I'm the technician who captures the images, mm-hmm. and then I submit them to the reading service. They assign them to to my thermologist, who's the lead thermologist, and they then he interprets them, uh, and then I get the report back and I forward that to the patient and or the doctor or both. So it's written. It's a written report, just like with a, uh, any kind of like a ultrasound, mammogram, um, CAT scan, any kind of x-ray uh, is there's going to be a written report. And that's written for the by a physician for a physician, because it's very important to have a physician like someone like Dr. Winkler to go over the report because he's going to take that thermal imaging report and he's going to say, oh, we see inflammation here. We see inflammation here. These are things that we need to do further investigation on. So that's going to require maybe this test or this is implying that there's some imbalance here. Let's go ahead and see what we can do to correct that imbalance. So the reporting is is critical for the patient. Uh, and then again, what I was saying about the breast being like the canaries in the coal mine, more information is always better than less. So the next level up from the breast is what we call the men's or women's health screen. It's the entire trunk, head, and neck. And then the next level from there is the full body. It, it really does the, the patient a, a, a better service and the, the practitioner to have more information better than less if they want to especially be preventive and if they want to catch things early. So it's a huge education. And my, my philosophy is an educated patient is an empowered patient. 
And the more information that that patient can provide their practitioner, they're empowering that practitioner now to do a better service for them. And then they can guide them more, uh, you know, succinctly, if you will, uh, and specifically uh, by having this other piece of the puzzle that no other imaging device can give them. Because they, all the other imaging devices are, they can only see, in most cases, solid structure or mass. There are some like MRIs and CAT scans can actually see some activity, but it's more related to whether there's cancer uptaking, uh, you know, glucose. But thermography shows early indicators of the immune system before, in a lot of cases, we are seeing things before they become disease or cancer. And that's why it's such a great tool for preventing and um, for monitoring health rather than monitoring non-health or monitoring cancer, where our focus is not about looking for cancer. Our focus is looking for indicators where the immune system is calling for help and saying, I need help here, here, and here, and then this way you can provide that help and, and be actually staving off some kind of disease and living your life from a place of fear instead of a place of, a place of empowerment. And that's what I love about thermography. You never mentioned time. Does this take half hour, two hours, half a day? Yeah, no. Um, the first appointment uh, for a breast screening is maybe half an hour uh, to 45 minutes. From the minute you come in the door to the minute you walk out, uh, the half body is maybe an hour to an hour and 15, and the full body maybe an hour and 15 to an hour and a half. And uh, in the second you know, follow-up appointments, it goes a lot faster. You're not having to fill out all this forms and go through the orientation and all that. But it's pretty quick, actually. We, we, we do a lot of images uh, to get different angles and, um, you know, so front side and, you know, uh, front and back side and different prof- profiles and angles to capture the, the best information that we can so the doctor has the most information that he, he has, needs to work with to give that patient uh, some really, really powerful and empowering valuable guidance. And what area do, do you serve? All of San Diego and Orange County and Los Angeles as well. And Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Do you have an office up there? I have locations up in, uh, in Los Angeles as well, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes it handy. It does. You've been listening to the Quantum Health Forum. My name is Rick Hill, and I'm sitting in this week for Dr. Jurgen Winkler. You can reach Dr. Winkler's office at 760 585 Four six one six, and our guest has been Lisa Callison Toda, who is a certified clinical thermographer. Remind our listeners mm-hmm. how they can call you seven six zero four three six eight eight one one, and our website is www.discoveryscreening.com. And Rick, thank you so much, and Dr. Winkler, thank you for inviting me to be on the program. Uh, it's just a thrill to be um, in the same community with someone as brilliant as Dr. Winkler. And He's I've that. worked with a lot of his patients, and they just love and adore him. He's an amazing and brilliant physician. Thank you. On behalf of the Quantum Health Forum, this is Rick Hill thanking you for listening.
Thanks for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to one for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 AM KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum.